Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. We head back to school for some superpowered learning because we're talking about a spin-off of the hit Amazon series, The Boys. It's Gen V on Normies Like Us. Fuck nuts doing it here. A tiny girl is such an interesting choice. No, I'm, re- I'm real. She wants to wipe us off the face of the earth. They all do. Do you like attacking your own kind? No, I, um... You heard it up top. We are once again talking about those soups that like to get super fucked up. Except this time we're talking about their kids. Because we're talking Gen V... The Amazon Prime, the boys spinoff series here on Normans Like Us with your hosts, uh, Little Colin. This is uh, Tech Mike. We're going to get to the whole truth today about this show. Wow. And this is Coblander. Oh, wow. <laughs> Special Named after the, best, the best hero. He's done nothing wrong. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. showed up right at the end. Yes. Yeah. Like Coblander. All Technically in the show. Technically in the show, spoiler for uh, all of season one, uh, eight episodes, right? For this spin off of the boys, like we said, Gen V, um, Compound That's V right. being the drug that makes the supers in the boys universe. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. I was interested in this show because, um, well, I didn't know if it was going to be good. I was interested in checking it out. I was like, is a boys spin off going to be good? Um, or is it going to be different enough from the boys to really um, be worth watching? And uh, I think we'll answer that question here today. But uh, yeah. what you know, what's your guys uh, feeling about the boys and Gen Gen V right now? Right. So as you said, it's a spinoff, and I've been kind of skeptical. We're getting a couple of these with like the Continental coming out for the John Wick universe, and it's like I kind of have no interest. But you suggested it, no. and we're getting out of spooky season. It's like you know what? I could I could throw on the first couple episodes, and we'll get into it. But um, maybe this is, I was pleasantly surprised and we'll, we'll get into it, but I was very mm. cold going in. So yes. um, that says yeah. a lot. I felt the same way. And that's why I wanted to watch it to see if it could justify its own existence being different enough from the boys where it's like, it's not just doing the same thing as the boys. And I think it does because it's a little more X-Men-y, right? Because yeah, yeah. it's yeah. taking place in a school. It's a group of super powered young individuals and, uh, you know, I think it's a lot of fun, so I'm excited to talk about it. Right, and I would wonder if superhero fatigue would affect any of this, too, because it's like, man, too much superhero. But Colin, how That's did you feel question. going into this? Yeah. Well, you know, Mike, um, if this was the old days where you were blowing the dust off a of VHS tape that you hadn't touched, it would have been a, uh, as I blow off the old Amazon Prime app and I shuffle over to it, because uh, another question I have for you guys like none of us do like a, a Citadel or a, like what are the other Amazon shows? The right? peripheral dog. I've been talking about the peripheral yeah. for years, but I've not. No, <laughs> no, I haven't. Mike seen is it. supposed um, to watch that. It's your your. It's the William Gibson media. Yeah. I'm avoiding. Yeah, yeah and it's William <laughs> Gibson. I don't know why. <laughs> but um, basically, I don't use Prime if I'm not watching The Boys. It seems like so. It seems like the last we'll say, time I watched it was probably season three. Yeah, there's there's been some movies I watched on there and stuff. You know, I'll check out different streaming what? sites to see what. Well, during spooky season, I think there was a couple that were streaming on uh, oh, sure. Prime that I checked out. Um, I will say uh, Invincible has just come mm, back. And correct. so the other 
Amazon show about how superheroes are bad. Uh, so I watched the first well, episode of that new season the other day. People mm-hmm. forget yeah. that they had the tick too. I mean, Amazon is so weird. Yeah. When Mike says like this reaction of like, is there too much superhero stuff? Like one, Amazon does not seem to think so. And mm-hmm. two, um, given what the boys is, which seems like parody and Jacob, you, you brought up X-Men. I think we'll talk about that a lot in a bit, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, you, you almost look at it and go like, well, would a spinoff show of the boys be a parody of like the Disney plus streaming shows that are like a spinoff of the MCU, which the boys is kind of a parody of like it, it, it brings up a lot of questions that um, I think we'll talk about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah on how successful it is answering. Well, and Amazon seems to say there isn't too much superhero stuff, but in fact, no. we're only going to make superhero stuff that is parodying superheroes, but also good yeah. in its own way. Like it's a parody, but it's you can buy into the world uh, as it's a legit a, it, thing, right? It's like Scream. It's it's a meta commentary on the genre, doing its own thing while like kind of acknowledging the trappings and tropes of the genre. You know, it's it's clever yeah. in that way. Um, yeah. Also, Amazon made Lord of the Rings. They don't think there's enough of the thing that we have literally enough of ever. Yes. We have enough Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings anymore. is a superhero show, Mike. <laughs> it is not. Yeah, basically. Anyway. And I will say. So it's just the boys and Invincible for me. And answer your question. Yeah. 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 I do Jack Reacher. Yeah. Is that a superhero? Jack Reacher. I haven't checked that out yet. Um, but yeah. Invincible is back. I will be probably watching that. I enjoyed the first season of that. Episode and, one was good, but we have a watch it coming up. So we'll hold, you know, but I watched yeah. first episode as well. Love I thought, it. hey, here we go. For sure, for sure. Um, but I'm excited to jump into Gen V, Godokan University, right? Wow. Yeah. We're going to be late for class. Maybe we should just jump right into it. Let's do it. We're back. We're here on Normies Like Us. On campus. That's right. We are on campus. We're walking around. We're in our little safe space, Mike, because we're talking the boys spinoff, Gen V, the, um, you know, Jake, Jacob, you brought up the, the V for Vought, but of course the, the play there, of course, is it's a very Gen X satirized Gen V, you know, Gen Z, of, I uh, think. Mm-hmm. Or Gen Z. Yes. I yes. apologize. Yes. Gen, Gen Z. Super Gen Z, the. The generation younger than millennials, of course. Millennials used to be known as the young generation. Uh, we've aged out of that. Now it's all about Gen V or Gen Z. Uh, and the that's kind of what boomers. this. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the boys, obviously, a lot of its parody deals with current events and social issues and that kind of thing. And this show is uh, very similar in that way. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys. Now, obviously, there's a lot of a lot of the characters in this show have powers that are kind of topical and they're touching on social issues, right? So we have the eating disorder uh, girl who's basically her superpower is an eating disorder, right? Mm -hmm. We have the transgender, uh, literal transgender who can just go between male and female. That's that's their power. Right, non-binary. Yeah. Do you guys have any idea for what your superpower would be within the world of the boys where it would have some kind of social issue relevance with some constraint and you think about like i mean it's not like i don't know it's not like homelander has to like you know like 
jack off to use something (laughs) but like you think about like huey had a weird limitation where it seemed like you would have to like squeeze his butt to teleport naked like there are there is this instance of these like weird constraints to these powers a lot of them Mm. they're like monkey's paws where like you have a power but you have some weird rule to it right where you you can get small but you have to you know you have to bur- purge uh, whatever you just ate, and you have to throw up yeah. to get smaller. Or you have to overeat. The deep to go has big. body yeah. shaming. He has body. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah. he has body. Well, yeah, he's got gills. He's very yeah. self conscious about his gills, right? Yeah. So there's. I was thinking. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was trying to think if the, if I could have some power where I could cancel people. I don't know what canceling <laughs> would be exactly, but it would be like. <laughs> Probably murdering them gruesomely somehow, but well, I mean, of course, mm-hmm. we said like the date rape power is is absolutely yes. one as well. Which right, is right, that character. Yeah, what he yeah. fucking deserves. But yeah, there's some interesting stuff they're doing, especially with you know, I call it a soupphoria. You know, it is that Gen Z mm. kind of party. Soupphoria, <laughs> yeah, soupphoria is good, Mike. <laughs> I like you. that. Love that. On top of the X Men, that it's built. The foundation is X Men. Angle is Soupphoria. Yeah. It's like, it's a yeah. Diet. It's like if Did the, you go to class this week? Also, my boyfriend is a spider. Beams out of your eyes. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're all doing Coke and then, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But then um, shows up. Yeah. That is um, how my dad, when he watches the show, which he did, he, he talks about it in a very similar way. And that's sort of how I, I pitched it yeah. to him, too, was kind of like, you know, like everybody's like, you know, young and has like edgy shit to their powers. And, and you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the way I even pitched it when I was talking in our chat. I was like, yeah. it's like X-Men, but if they were all fucked up because it's yes. still the boys universe. Now, right. And let's talk about that very intentionally right Correct. now and say the history, of course. Now, the boys is uh, uh, an independent comic book it's through the company dynamite uh and it's made by irish comic book writer and artist garth enos uh who's most known probably for preacher as well and then when marvel did their one swing at being super serious he did the punisher max series which was when punisher would be like fuck you i'm gonna subscribe to hbo with a gun yes punisher max yeah um (laughs) the particular arc now, uh, the way that the boys is, is written out, there is one core story, but then, of course, they'll do these annual sort of spinoffs, which will include things like Herogasm, which we've seen adapted mm-hmm. now, uh, includes arcs such as the very famous G-Men arc. Now, mm-hmm. uh, in the comic books, there is Dr. Godolkin. He uh, is the leader of the G-Men, a, a group of teen freaks with superpowers, where one has, like, hammers for hands not claws like a wolverine like are you guys seeing these very incredibly hard to understand metaphors and and, uh, yeah you know it sucks it basically involves huey the main character who of course is uh the main character of the show as well um infiltrating this group where you find out that Dr. Godolkin is basically like everything in the boys universe as i've pitched before it's so edgy because it's so post 9-11 uh, just raping and molesting all of the kids, like it just absolutely sucks. Well, especially and then the boys killing him one. By yeah, one, basically. Now I haven't read the comics or anything, but yeah. just from reputation, I know that one there's some significant differences in adapting to the show that they've had in the in the four seasons the or three or four seasons that they've done so far. But also, a lot of people that I know who have read the comics just say like the show's better. Like they basically right took. Away all the good ideas from the comics yeah. and then just changed everything else and made it better in a lot of ways. The, sh- the comics I'm is just better. trying too hard to be edgy yeah. and 
Um, I think the the show really refines the concept and makes it more again socially relevant and stuff with current events yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, the good idea of the comics, Jacob, was what if the Justice League were celebrities, which I think is a really cool way to enter into a world of superheroes. And then from there, hmm. they do the evil Superman thing. Like we get Homelander, Mike. Like you know, they do yeah. the obvious comic book stuff. Yeah, we have a right. Batman analog in the in the boys, but to bring it back to the Gen V side, this did give me vibes, as you say. We have like a you know maybe there's a sinister plot at the school and stuff, but it made me think of another X Men thing that really never went anywhere, and that was the New Mutants, set in a sure. hospital. We're, tra- we're we're helping you kind of thing, and then maybe not. So it's yeah. kind of like doing a better version of New Mutants angle. Like here's a safe space for you, um, and also True. the fact that they look up to the seven as celebrities as you were saying colin and their dream is to just be famous too they're all climbing the social ladder that's a big part of the show and it's like that kind of right. relates to what's going on now where every kid wants to be an influencer get famous like they, the they all want to be up there yeah and marie's not allowed to take a 101 class because she doesn't have any twitter followers right yeah like the social when when people have their it's mind really blown on that yeah yeah mm-hmm. like maria's just doing something out of the kindness of the heart, our main character we'll get into, but like people are, have their mind blown that someone's just being a good person without trying to gamify it for social media. And I think that's an interesting, um, comment. yeah. And we also know having seen these previous ep- seasons of the boys, we already know about Vought that they're doing all this evil shit behind the scenes. So we have that context going into this show and we see kind of the pipeline of how they take young soups and basically make them evil or make them not really care about basic human like emotions because they're just kind of that's just drilled out of them through this uh school process to where they once they get to the seven they're already like soulless sellout you know corporate entities basically yes yes and um so you know we know that and also there's like a for-profit motive we saw with starlight's parents of like even giving your kids compound v is kind of like yeah. a fucked up thing too so like some of these kids are already kind of victims just being at the school because they didn't have a choice uh, of getting yeah. powers or not you know and i want to say uh regarding the x-men thing another way that it's a lot like the x-men not only does it take place in a school and it's this group of super super powered young adults and all this stuff mm-hmm. uh and there's all the young adult uh drama that comes with that but also just the whole in every soup's life, there's a time where you either have to choose to become, you have to take the, um, you know, the Magneto approach or, you know, uh, the Professor Xavier. X approach. So uh, you can either, you know, do do the Magneto thing or be more peaceful, right? And we have that in the show where we have, by the end of it, um, this choice to group be made. of friends is kind of splitting because some, well, you know, we'll Join go into the, the plot and everything. <laughs> yeah. <But> yeah. <laughs> You have the Brotherhood and yeah, the Xavier X Men. And I think the point of the show is kind of that there's there's bad people on both sides who are have done well, things on both sides. Yeah, I think um, to what Mike was kind of saying, I think it's a very conscious plot to really go, hey, the boys is about the fallout of these gods on us mere humans. Whereas yeah. Gen V very interestingly takes the opposite approach of. Here is the machinations of man that led to the creations of these gods and how much it has fucked them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the other thing is that the boys, mainly the protagonists are normal humans, right? Except for a couple, you know, superpowered individuals, Starlight, obviously. Um, yeah, Jinko. yeah. But whereas Gen, Gen V is exclusively about superhero, superpowered people. 
Uh, so you're seeing their perspective on it and you're seeing they had to make that choice. Like, you know what? We are superior. We're going to be Magneto basically and kill a bunch of innocent people or, you know, we need to use our superpowers to help people um, for good. But then we have, of course, this plot of the normies trying to develop, spoiler alert, a virus that can wipe out all superheroes, right? So, right. Yeah. Bad so very, things on both sides. Very X-Men yeah. plots. Yeah. But um, uh, also... Yeah. I think, again, the social commentaries, the X-Men was obviously a big metaphor for, you know, gay rights and stuff. You know, we saw in the number two, have you tried not being a mutant? That kind of stuff. So we're, we're always yes. doing social commentary, um, you know, well, with these characters too. So And absolutely. here's what sucks. And let's talk about this before we dive into the whole big thing, I guess. Yeah, let's, this is let's the say, yeah. We'll, and we'll get into the real plot of it. But let's let's say while we finish up our X-Men talk here. Mike, you were you were kind of texting this. I'd love for you to just straight up explore, which is like Marvel is not going to be able to explore those themes in the same way that like this show did, where it's like like we said, there is a transgender character, there are characters talking about body issues, bulimia, binging, purging, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, where like recently in the comics, they made like Iceman gay. And I guarantee Marvel Studios is going to be jumping over every hurdle on the planet to be like, he has a boyfriend, but it's kind of like he, he doesn't say that. But he like holds hands with a guy like in the background of a scene and you don't see that. Right. Meanwhile, in this, we saw a tiny woman ride a penis, basically. And we saw what <laughs> mm-hmm. it really meant to be a young person with powers. And Marvel's never yeah. going to do that. No, no, no. No, it's Marvel, crazy. they're trying to please too many audiences. They have to placate the chinese market obviously with certain uh lgbt stuff they have to kind of tread that line but they also want to have representation because then they can you know put that in their marketing and say well we have the first gay superhero whatever so they're too big of a corporation to really and amazon obviously is a huge corporation as well but at least they're willing to like let this show do its own thing and not be worried about the repercussions like financially right yeah and it, you know it's, it's all it's always an adolescent metaphor with the x-men who am i who am i becoming and my am i comfortable with that right and, and what do i do with this weird body that i have now so so it's all ties in but they're able to look at kind of the real hard and like you know hardcore as, as the boys does issues that people are dealing with you know substance abuse etc right so um yeah that's the framing <laughs> like i said uh, soup foria dark x-men um yeah cyclops does cocaine in the fucking marvel <laughs> I will lose my mind. This is a big <laughs> lie. He's just like, I gotta fire this beam. Ah! Yeah, right. what's the big vice? Colossus is creatine. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, go, okay. let's, yeah, we'll skip Should we talk here. about we'll the, uh, some of the characters that we're following here? Yeah, yeah. Let's, of let's course, go. we have our, our uh, protagonist, Marie Moreau, right? Yeah. And she's got some uh, blood powers. And I like her origin story too. It's very rogue esque in the yes. uh, in the X Men movies, where uh, she accidentally kills her parents by discover you know on the day that she discovers their powers and she can't control them quite uh, yet. And that's kind of like a, her tragic backstory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, she has to hide that from people at first. Like we kind of get it comes to light as the episodes go on. You know, we you know she doesn't really broadcast it. Oh yeah, I couldn't control my powers, and that's why yeah. I'm dead. But it's, it's something she has to wrestle with. I do like a her lot powers, like the rogue though. in the movies where she uh, kills her boyfriend or something by touching yeah. him, right? 
they were yeah. kissing. Very yeah. often, that's of course in that scene like a sexual activation, but but very often in the X Men comics, it's obviously brought on by puberty, the the mutation gene. They call it out in this. Right. You know, when I was shut was up literally... with Gen V, didn't hit when I was a baby. It was when I had my first period. So again, yeah. we're tying it to these issues. Watching a young black woman on television, you know, have her period. You don't see that in a lot of stuff, too. So I'm again, I'm like, wow, this is great. And then she has right. hemokinesis, Jacob. She can control blood. Yeah, so it, which has a lot more uses than uh, well, you would think. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, not. I like this I power a lot. On my list, I want Jacob, this one. Mike, come on! I think she's so her first period. Blood is she has her period. Right. She shoots that period. It hits her mom in the neck. It slits her mom's throat. Her mom dies. The dad comes in. What'd you do? What'd you do? She screams. She blows her mom's corpse up, almost crystallizing the blood into shrapnels. Kills the dad as well. That no, is wild. Yeah. That's terrifying. I don't want that experience, but I wouldn't mind the blood power. Like it's not it has utility. Pretty interesting, but it's it is. I mean, she can do everything with it. But again, showing this, uh, not only do normals have these traumatic run-ins with superpowers, because again and again in the boys' universe, you see the fallout that is left in the wake of these superpowers. Uh, the whole inciting incident of the show is a train running through Huey's girlfriend, girlfriend and just fucking exploding her. Right. Um, and now we yeah. have young superpowered individuals discovering their, you know, their first powers and accidentally killing family members or with Kate, the, uh, person who can persuade people. She tells her brother to go away and never come back. And he literally does. And it's like a Jean Grey you know, vibe slash rogue. Cause he has to wear gloves. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. So, yeah. It's, yeah. As Colin said, it's, it's a coming of age, but it's also dealing with like overcoming like traumas. Right. And every character yes. has like a trauma that they're trying to overcome. Like every main character, has totally. something that they're dealing with up to the point where we learn all that near the end of the series, they're kind of going through it and together. Absolutely. And I would say one of the other big themes of the show is that, hurt people hurt people right that mm-hmm. saying yes because you have sure. shetty the dean of the college who obviously is behind this whole plot we find out her motivation is that her family was killed by homelander in that plane incident um yeah from, when you know, season one mm-hmm. and so you have her she has a traumatic uh event in her past that she wants revenge for then you have sam the character of sam he has traumatic um, so everyone, you know, is hurt by someone else, and it's just a repeating pattern over and over, right? Yep. And that's or, the world we live in, right? And it's um, it's not fair, it's not good, but we can tell stories that help people kind of figure it out if they have uh, if they can see some of themselves in these characters, right? So like sometimes yes. you have to, you can't talk about the hard shit without talking about the hard shit sometimes. So it uses a, a dark sense of humor at times and stuff to do it. But yeah, all these characters have stuff that they're going through. And I really liked each of these characters. If we want to keep kind of going yes, through yes. them and what their deals yeah. are. So of course um, we have Marie Moreau. We have, well, we're introduced to the number one hero yes. on the school rankings, right? Golden boy. Yes. Uh, Here's the thing, y'all. Yeah. So, I've said are, it. are you familiar with this actor, Colin? I've said a thousand times <laughs> on this podcast, <laughs> my number one, my big boy, the love of my life. I'm looking up at uh, looking up at some posters with him on it right now. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, this yes. is, of course, Luke, I believe, Golden Boy, right? They call this yes. character. This is Luke. Patrick Schwarzenegger. Um, maybe his Arnold. oldest son. He has two sons, two daughters. Mm. Now, this kid, 
he's Marie Shriver, the the, yes, the Kennedys. Ha- Kennedy, you know, half Schwarzenegger. Kennedy, half Schwarzenegger. That's his bloodlines. Yeah. Doesn't he look like one of those dogs that you're like, <laughs> you're like, wow, that dog is so beautiful, and and it's like a German Shepherd, and the owner's like, thank you, it's the most beautiful dog I've ever had. If it moves, all of its joints will break. It's going to die at like it's, 10 years old, like a great day where yeah. you're like, oh, no, it's inbred. Like it's like sick <laughs> it's somehow. Fragile. It's interesting because he doesn't have really the like the build of his dad. Like he's not a bodybuilder, obviously, no. but he's not ripped like his dad. Obviously, he's more of a slender guy. He's like a good looking guy, but I wouldn't say he's mm-hmm. like super no. handsome or anything. Right? No. Are you guys familiar with? The child that he sired with his longtime um, housekeeper, Joseph Baynes, is his no. illegitimate son's name. Now that <laughs> that is Arnold Schwarzenegger to a T. Unfortunately, wow. that kid got all of Arnold. This kid, Patrick Schwarzenegger, I mean, he got like it's almost like the King Charles genes, where you look at him yeah. and you're like, no, 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 yeah, he's got, he like, doesn't have a very. Right. He's got kind of a weak chin. Yeah. Um, not to insult him, his appearance too much. Oh, I'm, I'm fully dragging him. I think this kid, yeah. he has no he's charisma. He's got some of that Kennedy dream gene. He has the yeah. worst delivery at one point. He has to say the line of like, eh, you know, even if you didn't have this shot and you think it gives you, you know, crazy, you know, it makes you bipolar or whatever. It's like, even if you didn't have that, you'd still be weird. <laughs> like, oh my yeah. God, you guys don't go off like brothers at all. You're a weirdo. <laughs> right, now, of right, course, right. this character... Spoiler alert again for the show, obviously, but uh, this character ki- is killed in the first episode of the show, but he's he's introduced as sort of going to be like the star of the school and stuff. Um, but he finds out that some, Arnold was so upset. Well, they say <laughs> he's going to be oh. he's supposed to be, yeah, <laughs> right. Stronger than Homelander. Right, right. It's yes. Gold's Jim, Golden Boy. Come on. Come on. Mm. Oh, Mike. He pumped himself up. Um but oh, I love so, it. So he is framed to be the new Homelander, but I do think yes. casting him off type, he's not like the stone chinned, you know, big buff McBuffster. It's like the no. powers just be the powers, dog. Like it's yeah, you know, and he's Human Torch. He, he yes, but he also has super strength, and I think a lot of superheroes as well just also have super strength and stuff. But right. he's one of the Her strongest. Um, yeah, and then of course his brother that we find out about Sam is even stronger than him apparently and he has kind of a super strength thing uh well we also yeah. know that and again this is all spoilers <laughs> but we also know that they like using his blood to augment luke's power so maybe he doesn't even have super strength maybe he's just getting it from mm. the brother I sam guess. is mentally unstable they don't want to deal with sam in the corporate world so they kind of the the mystery is happening spoilers like colin yes. said but that's the plot There's a lot been of using sam's to blood to juice up their golden boy Who's been yeah. again? Yeah, Sam has you can kind do? of that monkey paw where he has these super strong Overrated. powers, but he's also has like mental illness. So they decide to lock him up because he's basically Homelander, but insane. Well, Homelander's kind of insane too, but he's Homelander's like a sociopath. Like Sam is just like very mentally ill young man who you could point uh, Homelander where you want him to be more or less generally until yeah you can't but like that was what they did but yeah sam it's they figure too unstable again because it's all the construct of the, it's, it's a feeder system for vault anyway it's like yeah no screw it so he's down in the woods but we learn luke learns some crazy shit um yes and then he ends up unaliving himself which is also a very serious thing yes in the first episode well we should say let's 
round out the introduction. So we have Marie Moreau, new student coming in. We have we meet kind of the the click of uh, Luke, who's like the number one golden boy. We have his girlfriend Kate, who is a mind reader slash pusher, where she can convince people to do things by just touching them and saying something to them. Like rumor, um, rumor in a yeah, umbrella. but also some like like uh, Professor X type powers where she can like read minds and stuff. So she's you guys see the um mm-hmm. Chris Evans Dakota Fanning movie Push, where she is a pusher. No, mm. no, I haven't. Uh, okay, <laughs> but so um, said, we have her roommate. Yeah. You know, Marie's roommate is Emma Meyer. This right. is a little cricket. She can get small. She has the the purging me- mechanism. Yes. So she's essentially and mother Ant-Man. issues. But yes. in order to get big or small, it ha- it's food related. So she, if she wants to get big, which she finds out later, she can just eat some food, a lot of food or something, and gets bigger. If yeah. she wants to get small, she has to make herself throw up to get small. And then was yeah. her mother would always pressure her to not get big because that's weird, yes. which is a you know a body shaming thing. Like, so that's kind and of. I thought this was a this. really clever way to do that. Like basically, you're Ant Man, but it's your Ant Man with an eating disorder, and how it ties into this stuff is like really smart and her self-esteem and stuff. You know, she wants to be on YouTube and it's like, she doesn't like feeling small. <laughs> like yeah. She's literally yeah. small. It's like very clever, you know? And in so the boys world, of course. Yeah. A lot of the superheroes that can't quite cut it on the crime fighting level will try to have a career in Hollywood instead in show in show business. Cause you can do different things or whatever. So basically in Godalkin university, there's two career paths. You can either do the, crime fighting path which could possibly lead to being in the seven or a smaller group or something like that or mm-hmm. the show business route and so that's what she's kind of gone down because she doesn't think that she's like a crime fighter um a reality tv show that'll yeah. be the height of what i do i couldn't right. save anyone and emma emma let's shout out we've been singing to the actors but lizzie broadway this is my favorite performance as, she's as my favorite little little she's great show, yeah yeah, and when she best. meets Sam, agree. he's done nothing wrong. Oh, cricket. <laughs> yeah. I was I was really into like her and Sam meeting yeah. and kind of becoming a relationship. I was like, that's really cute and stuff, and that's why it's so tragic at the end of the season, right? Yeah. Right. But so we we talked about then Golden Boy is the number one. The number two is Jordan Lee, which is our non-binary, yes. mm. very strong, strong, strong person. They them. Yeah, they let's them. talk about Jordan they them superhero. Yeah. yeah, I like Jordan a lot. Actually, I like this. I, a and lot. this is my follow. And I like their this relationship with like, a lot. Anytime Jordan's on the screen, I'm like, more Jordan. This yeah, is great. I think this yeah. is great. It's really interesting because when you first meet them, you kind of hate them at first because they are adversarial to Marie at first. But then over time, you kind of understand where they're coming from, and her and Marie, or they and Marie, um, you know, develop this relationship. But it's interesting. And mm-hmm. when you first meet mm-hmm. their parents, it's really interesting too because basically. From what yeah. I could gather, they were born a boy, but then found the, that they had the power to transition between male and female. Their dad obviously wanted them to just be male um, yes. pretty much all the time and calls them their son and all this stuff and is really pressuring them just to be a male. But also the, her, the male and female forms have different powers, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like the boy's indestructible and the girl shoots and beams. Shoots. They've been Sound training waves to sort or something yeah switch as fast blast. as possible yeah to sort of like heighten their ability. so both have their pros and cons 
seems like they prefer to be in the female form more often. Ed, so let's shout this out, though, because yeah. it's it's two different actors. It's Derek Lou as the male. It's London Thor as the female. Yes. Well, anytime Derek Lou's on the screen, I'm going, boo, get this guy out of here. <laughs> yeah. London Thor, she is killing it, I think, as the female right. Jordan. I love this performance. Yeah. It's very nuanced. Yeah. Because again, it's like a hard first... character to accomplish, like just it is. To do it. So way to go. Because they're introduced as this adversary to Marie. They're the TA for Professor Brink. Who, number two uh, rank. Yeah. They're kind of, yeah, they're keeping Marie out of the crime fighting class, all this stuff. You see, you see them just kind of um, being just an asshole basically to Marie. Um, but over time you see that, oh, they're like very self-conscious about their position within the school and like, you know, wanting to be highly ranked and all this stuff. And you just see once you, again, once you meet their parents, it's like, it's just a very nuanced, uh, role. Right, right, right. And, and, you know, there's a lot of pressure to succeed coming from that too. So it's like, do I, cause like, I think with golden boy there, Jordan always felt like I can't be number one anyway, but my parents like right. want me to succeed. So they're in this between a rock and a hard place, you know? Um, so, yeah, and I like it. It, Yeah, go ahead. Well, they, I should say, they yeah, very clearly state at one point, like, um, whether they've been told or not, or testing or whatever, but said, like, a gender flipping uh, superhero is not going to play on the seven. Like, you're and not going you know, to play into Nebraska. Yeah. Right. So and they are aware that, of their situation. Yes. And again, that's the whole branding thing that people, that, uh, you know, today people who want to be, tiktokers or whatever they need their niche and if they're too weird or whatever for middle america like they're you know they're going to get rejected and vought obviously is very conscious of marketing and all these things so yeah it's really touching on that and that ends up being kind of uh, marie's issue too because they're like look you know a black woman who uses blood powers like that's not going to fly <laughs> anywhere right like yeah. are not heroic and so that's kind of how jordan and marie bond is like they both are like yes there's no market for us. We're, we have no place, right? We're, we we don't belong, right? And that's kind of part of the show too. Is like everyone has should belong, right? And so we're exploring kind of them finding yes. that every character finding that you know that acceptance in themselves, right? Which I love. I love it. Yeah, I love it's misfits. Dude, yeah. I like. I'm attracted to people who feel like they don't fit, and I yeah. like when they find out that they do. So I like. This and that's the that. whole X Men of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and to round out the main characters, we have Andre who is Luke's best friend slash banging his girlfriend. Uh, Mm -hmm. But basically Andre dad is a famous superhero named polarity. So he's polarity junior. Essentially he has the same powers as his dad and he has got this whole, uh, the weight of that bearing down on him and expectations from his magnetos. Is that, they have metal power. I think, yeah, they can move metal. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was telekinesis, but it is magnetic. Polarity polarity is like, yeah, the magnetic polarity of something. Right. So, but then later on they find out that their powers are actually like causing micro tears in their brain, which is causing his dad to have seizures and stuff. He's like, you can't use your powers anymore. That's a whole thing. Um, their drawback. Every person yeah. on this is a drawback to their powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's. And I it's, think Andre is okay. He's an interesting character. Um, not my favorite, but um, he is pretty important to the overall plot and everything. He raises yeah. questions for me. They've been taking Gen V since Soldier Boy time, so World War Two. We've just now disclosed somehow the whole world agreed this like universal like nda of like we won't spill the secret 
but it finally did come out that everybody has been paying to have their kids pumped with this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it gives you the same powers that your dad had. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's, it I passes like on powers. I don't know. Well, I guess because he's a... Gene, it's um, the same that was passed down. Emiko's yeah. brother could push and like pull and like mm. cry. He was like telekinetic. One yeah. thing about this, if you're a second generation superpowered individual, so you're born by someone who had already had oh, powers right. and then also injected with Gen V, so or maybe you can get it, but if you pass it, it on, you get different powers. Deal. That yeah. Ryan Homelander's kid has powers, but then Translucent Sun is like a major character in this oh, season yeah. too. That's has true. Translucent's powers. Something and you can pass on yeah, you can pass on powers or you can get injected with compound V as a kid, and then it's just kind of random what powers you get, right? Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I yeah. guess. Or maybe it's not explained very well, but it yeah. seemed no, like just, a big deal that Ryan had his powers. Everybody was like, Well, a kid with powers, that's nuts. Well, and just that he had Homelander powers because they're so strong and so much better than okay. everyone else's. That mm, yeah, sure. but he was young. But I guess Translucent Sun having the same powers is like either whatever. And this is just a stupid hypothesis we can have. And it's like either you're born, and because there's a, a dominant gene that you will have blonde hair, like a dominant gene that you will be invisible power. It's just passed down when you get injected, or you're born with it. Doesn't matter. But there does right. seem to be some type of trait inheritance going on with uh, Andre and, and that. So. I don't know. Or we'll yeah, give me the same cocktail. I'll take Gen V, you know, new Gen V here, not not old Gen V. Exact formula. Yeah. Original, <laughs> yeah, whatever my Gen dad v. had. Yeah. Right. Gen V blue, clear, yeah. crystal, crystal Gen V. Yes, um, crystal Gen V. So that's Marie is cast- a new student. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. She kind of meets all these. These are kind of all friends already. Um, they're kind of the popular kids at school or something. So she goes out partying with them one night and that's sort of the inciting incident where things go wrong uh someone uh gets accidentally killed because the you know soups can't control their powers because they're soups of course yeah partying yeah yeah she tries to save or she does save someone who's bleeding out basically right if i'm remembering correctly Mm -hmm. um and then basically the university is like uh well we're kicking you out because you shouldn't have saved that person because you're causing more problems um, then a bunch of stuff happens. They end up marketing her as the guardian of Godolkin. This is all just getting into just plot stuff that I'm trying to half remember, but, uh, yeah. Well, they're trying to make it not look like golden boy, um, killed himself. Right. They're like, Oh, we need someone to right. have defeated was- golden boy. This kid can't run with this story. Right. So, uh, we talked about the Dean Shetty for a second, but Clancy Brown, amazing yeah. character actor, one of the greatest, yes. plays mm-hmm. this character, Brink, who's also this professor and lecturer. Uh, Jacob, you mentioned it before that Jordan is the TA to this character. Um, right. And there's this conspiracy. Golden Boy went in, talked to Brink. I know about the woods. That's being thrown around a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I know brother- about the secret stuff that's going on in the school. I yeah. have a brother. You do? No. Calm down. Kills him. Golden Boy goes crazy. Kills himself in the end of it after Marie kind of tries to fight, but really it's Jordan who does the bulk of the fighting. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, the press being the big thing. We end that big first episode with this twist of Let's get Patrick Schwarzenegger out here, and instead of expelling Marie, let's brand her a hero. Which it's yes. it's a it's a cool bite to make you go like, I will keep coming back to this. Yeah, we should I say think we got two to start. Yeah. yeah, and Luke's Luke, of course, has a brother named Sam. They he was told that Sam died 
years ago or something, but really they've been keeping him in this underground facility called the woods that's under the school where they're doing experiments on soups. And as we find out later, they're creating a virus that can kill soups uh, using Sam's blood somehow. But basically Sam is an even more powerful version of Luke who has mental illness, um, hard to control. And Luke, they're just trying to placate him. Um, so they tell him his brother's dead. He finds out all this stuff, goes to Professor Brink, who's supposed to be this great guy who's a friend to all all the kids and stuff, but really knew about all these secrets. He kills Brink. Marie and Jordan witness this, don't really understand what's going on, except that Luke is kind of going crazy. And then, like you said, Luke kills himself. Kind of out of grief. And and the other mechanism, too, that's really sinister is his girlfriend is is um kate and because of her mind yes. powers it's, it's revealed that she's been part of this working with shetty like wiping yes. his mind to make him forget that you know he had the brother that the woods exist kate finds stuff out yeah kate's um, a really interesting character because over time you understand kind of why she did everything she did even if you don't agree with it you see the reasons and how she was raised and then how mm-hmm. Shetty came to her and said, it's like, it's not your fault, blah, blah, blah. Um, she was kind of manipulated in her own way. And then later goes the extreme other way and says, this is fucked up. Like, Shetty's been lying to me and all this stuff. And then ends up on the souped her superior side, right? At the end of the season. She, uh, yeah, she's on the, uh, and the brotherhood, so to speak. Um, yeah, that's right. But it's, it's, it's crazy, like, when as it all unfolds, like, the amount of, you see just how sinister the school is willing to be to even u- utilize the students against one another. Like, you will mind, you will mind wipe other students yeah. for us, and we'll just say, say it's, you know, it's all for the great. Yeah, pretty and crazy. having to lie to your boyfriend and say that everything's okay, and that you shouldn't worry and stuff and all this stuff, and hiding all this. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Heavy moral questions. There's also, um, like we said, rape, you know, all, all this uh, horrible stuff that, you know, heavy, dark uh, themes and materials as well. Um, and then narratively, every episode pretty much ends with the same sort of twist sort of like keep you coming back you know it is like a mystery show as it's evolving yeah um so important to kind of point out real quick i will say jacob you and i probably streamed this week to week right i i think that's how we did it but mike mostly all in one shot mike I, i did it in one shot yeah, it was really, really good. Even the finale, it was it was all out. No, when you watched it. I got oh, seven. Finale, and I you did have to wait finale. for something. Yeah. Okay, I that's one cool. week. That's good. That's right. That's right. That's, but yeah. that's something to wait for because it is an interesting way. Because I, I would be curious how your reactions were to some stuff like the mind wipe after all the big stuff that you know had been set up all season when that occurred, and I had to wait the next week for the next episode. I was yes. jumping on the boys subreddit where people were like, what the fuck just happened? I want to go back to Big Emma. You know, give me like, right. you know, give me yeah. good well, stuff. All this character say- we get was just ripped away from us. Right. Like the relationship yeah. with Jordan and Maria, yes. Big Emma, like all that is just removed. It's gone. They don't even know each they other. Take all and they have to, yeah. yeah. And they have to kind of discover what's going on. But I will say it gave me, gave us one of the okay. best episodes, in my opinion, which was the episode where they're in Kate's brain basically and they're all going through their like individual traumas i thought that yep. was a really good episode yeah um and that's when Persona you get you know, soldier boy like that. That. i was gonna say you just like jets yeah <laughs> you're oh, no, my Kami. supernatural daddy how are you <laughs> right 
I got to see his brother in Friday the Thirteenth. Then we saw Jensen in this one. It was uh, great. That's right. <laughs> but Mike, do you prefer streaming, streaming, or week to week stuff? Because in The Boys mm-hmm. has always been a week to week show, and if you guys recall, it, in the later seasons, people were like, "I deserve to have all this at once." You know, why does this blah blah? But I always like how it unfolds week to week. How about you, yeah. Mike? I do like the week to week. Honestly, me and my cousin, we will do like the Amazon watch party, like over the internet. Oh, that's our yes. thing. Okay. We'll watch huh. the boys the day, the evening it comes out. We'll hop on and like voice chat. Nice. And that's, that's a week to week thing. Like so that. then we get to d- talk like, what do you think is going to happen next week? It's, it's very fun. I like, I like that format. Um, yeah. But I can also make like 14 week. grudges. So it, well, right. again, you just took a huge trip You were, while this show was coming out. <laughs> yeah. So I had my only. Yeah, my only take about week to week versus all at once is that I think Netflix kind of ruined the whole cultural relevance of certain shows where if it comes out, if the whole season drops at once, you finish it in like a day or two days, and then no one's talking about it a week from now because everyone's watched it already. Whereas if you have the week to week model, you have the water cooler talk. Like when Game of Thrones was at its height, people were talking about this week's episode and that kind of thing. You don't really get that when the whole season drops yeah, out. Once. Or it, right. it like happens for them, Jacob with like tiger King because they get lucky. Cause we're all trapped. And then they do the super desperate thing. Like six months later where they're like tiger King part two. And you're like, no, we're all done with He's not even right. in it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's I think that's jail. the big mistake they made with stranger things. Like even the last yeah. season of stranger things is like, why not space these episodes out a little bit? Like, yeah, I feel like it's all too much cool. or too want. Yeah, Vought Vought would never run an entire season of the whole truth in one go. They would do it weekly because they know that's better marketing. Dawn of the Seven. Dawn of the Seven. Yeah, (laughs) they'll do it week to week, whatever the series is that they have. You know, I'm now I'm starting to get mad when that director shows up. I'm like, get out of here! What are you still? I was okay with the amount of side cameo characters. I was hoping that one of them would die, not Ashley Barrett, because. She's too important to the boys. Sure. Ashley is yeah. like but, an MVP character. Yeah. Yes. The director, they totally yeah. could have yeah. killed Incredible. him. I think they totally yes. could have killed him in the finale of this season. I thought they were going to. They, yeah. I could have had a new uh, that director. guy, that poor guy. <laughs> I'm sure his cameo would have taken a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez. But yeah, that would have been good. Um, but I guess bring to round the, the whole plot again, right? So it's discovered that yeah there's been experiments and we've all been manipulated and this is fucked up our core team is kind of like whoa we've all been fucked with and then now kate is gone extreme uh sam his sam was once softening up he was working him and emma relationship and i think that's a really good episode too that was sweet to touch yes oh yeah just to recap basically andre recruits emma because he finds out about the woods he recruits emma who can get small to kind of infiltrate and check it out she meets sam they have like a little meet cute Um, yeah and i love that you're real Uh, and that was my favorite kind of relationship in this show was just the sam emma relationship and i was like this is great um and you say you're not the first tiny person i've talked to in this room (laughs) because he is is schizophrenic like he sometimes sees people as puppets yeah Uh, he meets tv's jason ritter tv's jason ritter he's very upset to see him of course (laughs) yep (laughs) that's right um, where is oh, where is all that going? I guess just again the cruelty. He's just being experimented on. Yeah, and he's kind of he's a very naive because he was been in this. He's been locked up for years, and he was very easy to like convince later to join the Magneto side. Basically, it just um, to be yeah. used nonstop, nonstop, and they're like, 
but you drank one beer and he's like we're gods yeah (laughs) yeah okay like i guess that's yeah easy enough okay but uh they break Uh, sam out and then there's a bunch of shenanigans we should also say there's this other character date rape superhero who's basically can erase your memory he's basically like a walking roofie um i think his name is rufus um, oh, I, think I love right. how you're being like this person means this. That is, if his it is, name is Rufus, like that, that's right? it is Rufus. Um, Damn it! No yeah. way! Is yeah. it really? <laughs> yeah, Rufus Rufy. That's oh so my good. god! And right. Marie, of course, has a run-in with him where uh, she's talking to him, and then she blacks out. She wakes up in his room. And then uh, explodes his dick off, which is very cool. Now, yeah. that guy's uh, walking around for the rest of this and, and has more scenes and stuff. Mike, does he get his dick healed? What I was way? wondering about that. That's what yeah. I'm wondering because he's, he's going for the, you know, make soups great again rally. It's like, dude, yeah. like, are you okay? Like, I don't want you he to didn't be. But seem... like, you should be in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should be gone, man. No dick. Yeah. But essentially, he's sort that of a red herring. No penis. Yeah. Because this whole memory loss basically in the middle of this show, all our core cast loses their memory of the last couple days. They wake up at this party. Mm-hmm. They think it's this guy, Rufus, but really well, he's a red hold herring. On, hold on. Yeah. Here's what yeah. they do, Jacob. And this right. is kind of where I get a little bugged by the writing, where it seems like it really is very reliant on these twists. I don't know about you guys. I was never you know, caught off guard by any direction the show was going in. I was constantly like, yeah, of course, like the teachers are bad. Yes, of course. Yeah this particular thing where literally they go like hold on okay we just woke up after a very weird night where all of our memories were erased i don't think it was anyone here but just in case let's all go around now jordan your power of course changing genders you've got this thing now hate your memories of course are erasing everyone's memories it couldn't be you now of course uh <laughs> Sam, you've, you've got super right. strike where you're just like well yeah it's probably her i will say i didn't i didn't suspect her from the very beginning because also they don't make her the scope of her power is totally clear like she can push people but i didn't know that she much we have i mean she eventually we met the character mindstorm last season one of the the former colleagues of uh soldier boy uh who had the ability to send you to these you know mindscapes and psychic dimensions and palaces it's revealed she has that power and, and can actually push on you even without contact. I mean, she is an incredibly powerful psychic. She yeah, takes was, pills to limit her powers. Yes. Shetty right. Well, Shetty is manipulating her, yeah, and gives her those pills. But yeah. in that scene, in defense of some of the writing, Colin, they, she does share um, that she had a similar experience with Rufus or whatever, and then didn't feel right. like she could yes. talk they, to him. So they, she endears him. They so. off the set. Yeah. But to yeah, me, yeah. yeah, that was well, her... Yeah, that was... I've. I think that she probably made that up to ch- to try to uh, like. Is that what you guys are thinking? That that's what I'm, I don't um, know for to sure. To try to divert attention away from her. Yeah, I, the guy tried to date rape Marie. I would assume he's tried to do it a bunch of times. Yeah, she I'm might have used yeah. that story. But, doubt. Yeah, yeah. It could have come from a true place. I yeah. don't know. But anyway, that's but how she endeared herself to Marie. Angry. Yeah, threw them off her scent yeah. as a character. Yes. Yes. Anyway. Um, but can I, guess, I in, yeah. can I just say real quick on the conspiracy side, the other side of things, um, to our listeners who are maybe not thinking watching this, like my, I don't think my father was going to, but eventually I was like, Hey, check it out. You watch the boys. That means this is in fact must watch for the next season. Um, we get this benefactor storyline that's going on in the background. So while everyone else is sort of dealing with this 
who's the psychic and stuff and who's erasing our memories and what's going on in the woods. Our lead character, Marie, um, who came from an orphan background because obviously the accident with her parents, she's trying to track down her sister. Yes. We know that she has this mysterious benefactor who supported her claim to get entrance at God, you Godolkin university, uh, and seems to be paying off all this. Um, at one point, Dean Shetty, says to the mysterious doctor in the woods, no, you can't experiment on Marie. She has this benefactor. Uh, that is revealed to be um, vice president Victoria uh, Victoria Newman, who we get the confirmation that her powers are she is a hemopath as well, despite the fact that she yes. has those white eyes when somebody's head blows up. And the big mystery of, I think, season two, right, was mm-hmm. who's making who is the head popper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We get confirmation that is these powers. That, power. I mean, that blew my mind. Yeah, literally. Well, it's yeah. kind of, yeah, it's foreshadowed a little bit with the, with the dick exploding. We're like, what? She can Another do a lot more with blood than she's kind of realizing. She can tell when people are about to have their periods or whatever. She can tell if there's something wrong with your blood a microchip on um, your skin says, she senses that yeah yeah she's well she even says sense the v in my blood see if i have powers like marie is right. that powerful she can identify another suit and of course mm-hmm. yes victoria newman from the boys is sort of the aoc of this of the boys world where she's this <laughs> i uh, forgot that you call her <laughs> That's what she, she is. is right. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. have a a guy that's basically Tucker Carlson of this yes. world who's like yes. interviewing her at one point. It's yeah. very on the nose. Um, yeah, but she's yeah, she's this very kind of leftist politician who's seen as like anti soup, but secretly has powers and has secretly been doing the head exploding. So she has their own motives. Um, but nobody knows she's a soup in the world except now, of course, Marie. Right. Um, which leads me to wonder what's going to happen in the second season kind of thing. Um, That's when we get to where we left off, but we'll, we'll hold. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, So Marie kind of goes to her about these, about the woods, right? Because they need to tell somebody. Yeah. Shut up. Um, But also we should say, so Shetty, Dean Shetty, who's kind of orchestrating a lot of this behind the scenes, she has her own motives that are different than Vought. She's actually kind of using Vought within Right within the Vought system to do her own thing because Vought obviously does not want a unstoppable virus that would kill all soups. That's Shetty going on her own, She's you know, vendetta, right? Yeah. And we find out, of course, that her family was on that plane that uh, Homelander failed to save and crashed, basically. Uh, so she has her own vendetta against soups, just in general. Thought she was the Elizabeth Shoe. She's really the butcher. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she's, yep, yep, yep. and that's what's so interesting is that she's essentially has the same motives as the boys in the boys. Like she wants to stop the bad soups, well, but she's gone too far with it to right. where she wants to genocide all soups. So and then even, we get another boys cameo when Jacob she right. really reaches out to the leader of the boys and says, "Hey, I can help you guys. Let's do this." And they're like, yes. "You're crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is too far. Uh, you know, you you're talking about war crimes. You're talking about genocide." Um, you know, we don't do that. So we do diabolical. We don't do genocide. Right? Yes. Diabolical. And then of course you have the doctor that she's working with to develop this virus goes to Victoria Newman, gives her the, the virus sample. And of course, Victoria Newman kills him. So we don't know what her motives are. So there's a lot of 
different individuals within this world that are kind of doing their own thing. We don't She's know what they're doing. She's had a conversation with Homelander about how soups are superior, and it almost seems like, again, she's headed down the Magneto route. We know that she was an orphan as well. She says mm. this to Marie, but we saw her background with Giancarlo Esposito's character, where he was sort of her patron back in the day and raised her right. upright, and she turned on Vought and all that stuff. Who knows? I mean, she's I watch like, it. I'm like, she is the ultimate wild card. I'm like, yeah. what are you? She's going like to the do? most insidious character in yeah. the whole show because we don't yes. know her true motives, and she's pretty much been shown to be evil many times. She, is she only on really Andrew. has a self spot, a soft spot for like Marie in this. We see a little bit in her mm-hmm. daughter, right in the in, in the boys. But she has uh, a daughter who she gave V to. Am I just remembering that, or was that yeah. Temp V? What's that? Yeah, Full v, I think so. She, yeah, not sure, but she had like a maybe the daughter's a bloodbender too. Yeah. Would you like to have bloodbending powers? Let's just finally <laughs> say it here. I would not. I would. <laughs> I would too. It seems practical. You guys are sick. No. So it's like Magneto, where you don't understand the true capabilities of his power. Because like Magneto, technically, he could take all the iron from your blood and control it, and and like kill you very easily by doing that. He so does that. I think it's just moving X-Men metal too. stuff. Right. Would I think it's the same thing with the blood someone? powers. You can, I, yeah, you can pop heads. My, don't pop dicks. To. Don't do it. Don't pop my dick. Please. <laughs> no. Please. I Man, won't geez. keep going to rallies after it happens to me. You'll never <laughs> see me again. I'll kill myself. Right. Jeez. Um, somebody jump scares you and he accidentally explodes something. That would not be good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Do not I'm really interested me. to see... Like not only what happens with Victoria Newman, but what happens with yeah. Marie in the future, because this is such a powerful power that she doesn't even realize the true scope of yet. Um, mm-hmm. Where you could literally just make someone's head explode. Like, could she do it to Homelander? Is Homelander that's the so question. strong? I mm-hmm. guess yeah. yeah, that is. And Victoria has said that she's she's even said right. Right? Are you trying could to? I, he said, "Are you trying to pop me right now?" Or when they talked or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's it is a good question. I guess I guess we could say it all comes to a head, you know, in the uh, we're superior the Brotherhood so, versus the X-Men finale here. Yeah, so we have um Sam has escaped from the woods and basically gets indoctrinated into the super superior cult within one day of of meeting just by some, having a beer. <laughs> By yeah. doing like uh, an they ice had a slip and slide too. <laughs> yeah, that's slip and yeah. slide. He's like, ice man and cool. I don't know. Human <laughs> red pilled him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Wow. And of course, this history of being experimented on and, and that kind of thing. Again, hurt people, hurt people. He was hurt mm-hmm. by these scientists, so now he is going to take it out on every normal, non-super person because the, the, of what they did to him. So mm-hmm. eventually, him and Kate team up and say, you know what? We're not going to take this shit anymore. We're going to go Magneto. We're going to free all the prisoners in the woods who all have their own superpowers and all hate normals. And then it essentially descends into a school shooting metaphor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Disclaimer at the top of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars. Where you have this big incident where they're just basically going around saying, do you have superpowers? No? All right. You're murdered. And murdering every teacher or anyone on campus who does not have superpowers. Hey, right. you know what's great casting? I was so happy that that agent or whatever he was died. That guy, they revealed. Wow, so yeah. in the second episode, one oh, of the yeah. security guards 
pulls out one of those like noise makers, almost like the first Iron Man that like paralyzes you. And he says, soups are like dogs. You hear it. You all hear a different uh, audio frequency, right? So we're right. introduced. That's to how they can control them. Us yeah. humans can control these soups. with. So that douchebag guy pulls it out, stops one of the soups, right? Gets mm-hmm. it to kill himself or whatever. But then when Kate touched him, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, good, fucking smoke this yep. guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was... Um, oh, yeah, turn it on yourself. Yeah. Yes. We're going to do a live stream is what she says. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like, a social oh. media guy. That yeah. Eat your yeah. hands. So yeah, Kate, who... some fucked up shit. Again, yeah. Kate has sympathetic backstory and everything, but that she's gone fully kind of crazy and is like, we need to... You know, we need to go well, make because the on this person bitch. who yeah. quote adopted her ultimate motive was to kill all super people. So it's yes. like, damn, even my new mom hates. But me. then she did have a genuine yeah. love for Kate me. because even right. at the end, she's like, "I always did love you." And Kate's like, "I know you're telling the truth there, but I'm still going to like kill you because you're evil." Yeah, that was tough. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and she basically tells herself to kill. Uh, kill well, what did you guys think of the and when she pushes too much the the strain it's again when we're in her brain we're learning it's giving her micro strokes everybody's power gives you like <laughs> strokes basically yeah, I don't yeah it's like almost like at all. it's unnatural the, you shouldn't be using bloody eyes i mean what a fucking visual at, at the yeah. end when spoiler alert for the for the final cameo when this guy named Homelander appears, yes. and it is a bloody-eyed woman facing down, you know, Captain America, Superman. I was like, this right. is fucking wild. Yeah. Well, just that series of events was crazy because you have yeah. Marie. Um, so basically, it ends up on this whole battle, right? And towards the end, um, Kate is reaching out to touch Jordan, potentially to tell her to do something. And Marie mm-hmm. sees that instinctively blows up her arm. Yeah, so her, her arm. Hand off. Yeah. And then that's when Homelander comes in. And this is the most interesting thing is that obviously Homelander, a wild card, but he comes in, you think he's going to like save the day or whatever. And he's like, how dare I you? Know. I don't know what he's turn on your own kind <laughs> Yeah, um, to Marie, right? Because he sees yes. Marie blow up her hand and says, you never attack your own kind, which is also hypocritical because he's killed other superpower people in the boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, but this seems to be the agenda because the, we, I guess, we're going to go to the end. We, he's he's going to laser blast. Well, we can. We're jumping ahead yeah. a little bit, yeah. But well, it's um, just it, the the end is they frame Sam and um, uh, no, they Kate frame as the heroes. They yes, like framing yes. device. It's the opposite them. of what you think it would be. They right. frame the good people, the people that are trying to save people, which is Marie, Andre, and Emma. And Jordan, they Core frame four. them as the perpetrators, and they frame Kate and Sam as the heroes who stop them. Yeah, and they wake the up; they're in this God, you. hospital room or whatever, and that's where yeah. it ends. We have the great the uh, um, Marie is the guardian of Godolkin. No, actually, it was a couple of us. Okay, you and Jordan are the guardians of Godolkin, and then to end it, we get Sam and Kate labeled as the new guardians of Godolkin. And I guess. Yes. Um, based on what is what is our redhead head of Vought called again? What is her name? Ashley Barrett. Ashley, Ashley Barrett. Guys. <laughs> uh, and Ashley, this entire time during the school shooting, uh, again, is a very serious kind of montage when it's a room of people kind of like hearing about it and being like, "Ooh, let's all get on our cell phones." Felt very real. Uh, mm. But there, yeah. she's kind of checking, like 
who will be the new member of the seven. And she, in fact, calls Marie and says, like, you fucking figure this out. You're in. So, yeah, maybe we're supposed to assume that either Kate or Sam is now a member of the seven to end. Uh, well, essentially what happened is Homelander came in, probably stopped everything. But then they were like, OK, how are you going to frame this that makes Homelander look how do good? We spin and, it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then Homelander was like, you know what? These guys kind of had the right idea. Let's protect Sam and, and Kate and frame these other soups yeah. as bad. Um, which I is just see that really is, interesting. Oh, yeah. Kate was trying to stop them rampage with her power when Marie savagely blows her hand off and Jordan was yeah. running Sam. You know, it's like because Homelander doesn't give a thing. shit about, you know, no. people. He, he is a he thinks he's a <laughs> god. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah. Um, but I did love the the board of directors or whatever that are at the school. Um, they're like, don't worry, we've got these sonic uh, noises that'll stop all the soups. And then one of the soups breaks those. And then they're like, oh, shit, we could for real die. And there's like that moment where Ashley Bear is like, wait, I could actually die here. I'm actually not safe. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's some real shit. Yeah, yeah it's pretty wild. I don't know if they used, if Ashley called somebody and said active super situation. But like, that's sure. what they're doing. They bring in that helicopter. Right. And then, but it's just ironic that like the people that are actually trying to be heroes, it just proves you can't get ahead in this world as like a good person, like a genuinely good person will always get shit on somehow. And that's what happens to our heroes at the end of this show. Yeah. And I was surprised that they were not dead. You know, they're in this room with no windows. Uh, Okay. So who knows what's going on here? Experiments, I assume. Maybe it is the new mutants situation now. Um, Or I'm excited for them in a mind palace again yeah right i, I assume that they're like yeah it was vought keeping them locked up now or something they're gonna have to break out but marie did take a direct blast from homelander's eyes in the chest and basically survive that and they're like you know anyone else would have been dead so again showing that maybe she's a lot more powerful than she is letting but on durable, or, or just like there's a hole where her chest is now and she's just keeping the blood in yeah i'm not sure i mean i guess she might have the ability to like self heal through blood, right? If she can control the blood sure. in her body, she can repair arteries or something. We've shit, yet to know? see the limitations, you know? Yeah, yeah. She might have a healing factor too, but um, yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Just like we see it happen to Huey. Like he wants to do the right thing, do it the right way. But even he has to be like, Nope, I'm taking the, the temp V. We got to fucking play dirty. Power corrupt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and like you got to get in the dirt with them because they're not going to play by the rules. That's how the boys' universe works. You know, you do and the even, right thing and you get fucked. Yeah, and those VOD executives that literally Andre and Marie and them are saving from the bad superheroes—they literally throw them on their bus first chance they get, right? And say, Kate and, and Sam are the for better heroes, PR so. these people. Yeah, so man, wild, it's real dark, so, dark stuff. So, yeah. what is our final indication here with our final final cameo? Where, of course, we get. The butcher himself. That's kind right. of popping That's in. Is right. he at Vought? Is he outside of where they're being captured? I, I didn't. I guess I didn't understand that outside of him just being like, "And butcher's here." <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure what that was supposed to signify. I was okay. just like, "Oh, it's good to see you." Hey, always you know? happy to. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. yeah. <laughs> Even when Homelander shows boy. up, he comes in, and you're expecting like he's going to have some kind of speech or something. Instead, he's just like, "What kind of animal are you?" That attack your own kind and then just blast her 
Yeah. His presence, though, man, again, Anthony Starr, like, just being Homelander, when he's like, oh, you're at a college? These people are not ready for you, dog. Like, it was very yeah. scared for everybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting I'm, how... Yeah. Well, I was going to say, we've been seeing our beloved Dr. Bones so much recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like it hasn't been a minute since we've seen right. him. But does he even say diabolical? Like, it felt no. very tacked on. <laughs> Oi, I'm here. It's the Oi. after the credits. You'll never <laughs> guess. Yeah. They took you to a warehouse in Burbank for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The second unit. Um, but it's I just fascinating how... Um, Everything in this universe goes back to Homelander. Like even Shetty's mm-hmm. plan is all because of, of course, her family was killed by Homelander. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, she's just trying to stop Homelander, and if she but has to wipe out the rest of the soups at the same time, she's okay with oh. that. Yeah, back to your point, Jacob. Her people, her people. She was the victim of an incredible tragedy, and her That's only right. resolve is, "I will commit genocide." <laughs> and you're like, yeah, well, you could have learned something, a different lesson, perhaps. We can break this and cycle, I thought, maybe. Yeah. And with certain current events that are going on in the world right now, it's very interesting to see parallels in this superhero show. It might sound stupid, but I just think like when you're talking about genocide and war crimes and two sides where it's like they're past reconciliation because they've both hurt each other so much and it's just been this cycle of, of trauma and abuse and stuff. It's just like, man, it's like real shit, you know? Yeah. And yeah, it's like it doesn't stop till someone stops it, right? But yeah, sometimes it's hard. Um, yeah, and that's what the show is exploring with these themes and stuff that uh, mankind is exploring internally, I guess. So yeah. we'll definitely jump to final thoughts here, but just overall, yeah. satisfied with season one. Um, do you want to hmm. see more? I'll just say real quick, I have found that the boys' shows have had these kind of not able to land its season finales, but I thought this one really had some payoffs and then kind of left the series where I was like, I'll be back. Sure. I like the season finale a lot. I mean, again, the the whole school shooting vibe and stuff was really crazy. Um, Crazy. But with the boys, it seems like they keep, you know, by the end of every season, the boys are like, well, we got to have another season of the boys. So we need some way to like keep the story Here's going. That's my true. big fear now, Jacob, is that Eric Kripke, the creator of the show, has said out loud, well, you know, it was originally forecasted for five seasons, but now I think the universe could go on forever. No, right. we're like the promise of the first season is they're going to kill Homelander. Mike, eventually they need to kill Homelander. <laughs> Or Homelander yeah. just kills everybody else. Yes, or the opposite. <laughs> Jeez, and then we get that forever. Um, yeah, I, uh, I for this series, and then I'll save my overarching for final final. But for the, for this series, I really really liked it. I think that mid season arc to rip all of our character development from us, and they have to rediscover the mystery. It's like, dang it, they were so close to uncovering the truth. It was yeah, great. I do think that it was, was great. a little rushed at the end, like getting Sam where he needed to be. Like that could have been. A, it felt a little quick yeah. to get to the finale. Yeah, yeah. he was indoctrinated very easily. But again, he has the past of being experimented on for years by these scientists. So maybe it's not that hard to convince but does him. He, he was pretty sympathetic is, with Emma. He was seemed to be softening. Yeah. You know, but I, this might be something I just don't totally understand. Or maybe it's it's narratively written that it's important that our heroes don't understand this. But. Did they think it was just humans experimenting on them down there? Did they not realize that it was Vought that, again, is the people who created the superhumans? Is that why he at the end is like, I'm anti-human because humans kept me captive. Up here, the soups, 
who didn't know about any of this are cool and party. I'm yeah. Sue. You're like, well, I definitely yeah. think <laughs> Sam, he's very naive. He's almost like a blank yeah. slate where you can kind of convince him of anything pretty easily because he's just was locked up for years, doesn't understand how the world works. So he doesn't even know about Let's talk about jacking off. That's yeah. his main thing. Is like right. if he loves the movie Water World, inappropriate joke to talk about. He will talk about drinking his pee and jacking off. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's just interesting that Emma, who he kind of fell for immediately, wasn't able to like convince him that maybe he was going down the wrong path. But it all just happened so quick that he was sort of indoctrinated. Yeah, it just all went to shit real quick. But um, yeah. I guess it's also doing the thing like, hey, kids, be careful what, like, uh, fucking people you're hanging out with in college. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. These guys are cool. They got, right. They're sledding down the hall drinking yeah, beers. Man. You know? I love it. <laughs> it would have worked. It this guy's worked. got Call no dick. I don't know why. You, you said he's Trump. His name is He's running for president. We're going to a Trump rally after this. That sounds great, man, as long as yeah. there's beer. Make mutants great oh, again? Wow. Hell yeah, brother. It's like, I yeah, mean, they're really not easy, subtle easy. about it. No, that guy's not. even wearing a red hat that says, like, make soups great again or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's so. wrong with that? <laughs> they are great. Excuse me. And we yeah, did. Didn't we get um, in the past season, didn't that guy in that black church scream out soups, lives matter, right? Did yeah. Get another soups, yeah. lives matter. Well, we had that whole. Um, yeah. Like, you see the sort of the indoctrination of people who are like, Homelander's is the best. He's like Captain America. He represents America. And then slowly just like be like. Yeah, he's right. Uh, you know, you know, fascism is great. You know, laser people in crowds. I, I, yeah, I could shoot somebody in the middle of Times Square. Like that's what Homelander did. I, I, and they're even I, asking. They have this town hall right with the Tucker Carlson I'm standing just asking guy. questions. And the, one of the one of the audience is like, "We all saw Homelander kill someone like in broad daylight. Like, is he going to be held accountable for that?" Yeah, and there's like, yeah, oh, no, probably. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, that's, that's like <laughs> we're gonna try, man. That's Jacob. Talk about going to a meeting or you know, like a rally with AOC, where you're like, "Hey, so like all that stuff in Georgia, like, is Trump going to jail?" And for her to be like, I, "We don't know. We're, we're trying. <laughs> like, I don't know what we can." Yeah, just like, oh my god. <laughs> but it, it's, real. it's like, how do you govern someone who yes. is literally stronger than anybody and unstoppable and also like a sociopath and has no empathy kill everyone and they would do (laughs) yep yep wild Mm. well i can't wait for the next season of the boys basically it left this show so it's and can i say this real quick i saw somebody on the subreddit say i want clarification i don't understand this would you guys label this show as satire and i thought oh no like sometimes i i think this is incredibly oh. good writing it yeah. makes me super nervous how people do consume stuff now where they well, don't understand messaging at all and the 100%. number of times eric has had to come out to be like you guys keep using the word anti-hero for homelander <laughs> i don't think you know he's what not, anti-hero yeah. means. right he's, he's just a villain he's the villain. bad guy he, he has no redeeming quality yes um but it's he's just terrifying. like some people have very literal media literacy 
And yeah. anytime you think satire is not is being very unsubtle, I promise you it's still too subtle for someone, some people to pick up on. And then you have people who purposely understand, like, no, we know Homelander's like the bad guy in the yeah, show, like but we that. still think he's like based. Yeah. yeah. But he says, yeah, but he's but Cartman says what I think. I know yeah. it's a joke, but like he says it, and you're like, well, but you just admitted that you know it's wrong. <laughs> right. It's like I mean, there's yeah. There's a certain like Warhammer. There's a certain set of Warhammer fans that are huge fans of the Space Marines, which are like the fascist military right. empire uh, dictatorship, like, like the, right? Yeah. Um, and then again, in, even in Avatar, there's some people that are love the movies Avatar, but root for the human oh, sure. colonizers. Oh God! Like, we think you know Quaritch is like such a cool guy. Yeah, jeez. It makes me sad that a show that satires my real life is more hinting at how bad it really is in society. But, you know. (laughs) Yeah. But there's 100% people that like are like, yeah, we understand that the show wants us to think Homelander is bad, but we think Homelander is I kind of like what he's about. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. You are the people in the show. Like, you, you understand that, right? You don't get it. Yeah. Anyway. Well, we definitely got... I think what we yeah. wanted out of this season of The Boys uh, yeah. spinoff Gen V season one. So let's go ahead and get our final thoughts on all this stuff and uh, wrap it up. Thank you all for joining us in the woods. <laughs> I'm a bad bitch and I got bad anxiety. People call me rude cause I ain't letting them try me. Saying I'm a hoe cause I'm in love with my body. Issues but nobody I can talk to about it. They keep saying I should get help. But I don't even know what I need. They keep saying speak your truth. And at the same time say they don't believe. Man, excuse me while I get into my feelings for a second. Usually I keep it damn but today I gotta tell it. Not that anybody gives a fuck anyway. But everybody talking shit probably sucks anyway. Yeah, I don't even know how I feel. I don't even know how I feel. We're back. Here on Normies Like Us, where we have been talking Gen V. We've been shooting up. We've been taking RV. Mm-hmm. Um, I took Temp V, so it's coming down. We're wrapping things up here uh, with our final discussion. I'll throw out uh, one of my last talking points here. We've said it before. We said it the last time we did an episode. The boys has the best costume department in the biz. When you think about like Mother's Milk, you know exactly what he looks like. Those awesome, you know, old school hip hop shirts, the fucking chain. He looks great. When you think mm-hmm. of Huey, you think of like those band shirts that he wears. When you think of Butcher, you think of yeah. the fucking Hawaiian shirts and the duster. It's so distinct. It's so character driven. Right. The way that Gen V carries that over, and I'll shout out two in particular, Jordan's wardrobe being mm. baggy unisex clothes. The fact that it's always loungewear that's too big so that she can fluctuate sizing in between it and she keeps her whole wardrobe sort of androgynous and, you know, that look. I think that's incredible. Yeah. And then Emma's tiny shrinking Different plastic wardrobe yeah. where very clearly they Different make sizes. it look like these are Barbie doll shoes she's wearing when we're shooting her little. Everything looks like it's made of, like plastic or linoleum or you know like Mm -hmm. what whatever sort of like weird textured material it's got those sort of like flat no imprints on her boots like that is what an eye to detail that is yeah Yeah. um i think yeah some of these characters are really ingenious with the powers they came up with that fit their stories like emma and jordan are like two of my favorite characters because their powers fit into their story so well in a way that is just so interesting that I haven't really seen done too much in 
superhero type stuff. Like X-Men, yeah, there's that like LGBT messaging of like, you're you're different, so we we don't like you and stuff, but it's it's more subtle than this, right? And with Marvel MCU stuff, they don't really get into satirizing themselves too much, right? It's mostly just straight up like hero type stuff, right? Um, So I really appreciate the boys world just because it's more subversive. Um, And Gen V, uh, like I said, going into it, I didn't have any expectations. I was like a spinoff. I don't know. Um, But it turned out to be really good. And uh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. And to piggyback off Jacob's thought, like, you know, Marvel will say being a superhero is hard because you don't get to hang out with your friends all the time or you don't get your homework done. (laughs) Right. Oh, no. Right. It's not like having superpowers is difficult because my family fundamentally doesn't like who I am as a person now. Right. That's a way different way to frame like the superpower stuff. And I like that Gen V is approaching it. Or you could. Yeah, you could inadvertently murder someone from your powers right. just by accident and that happens all yeah. the time in the boys world it's not terrible then you have fallout MCU. or yeah yeah you, then you have just a uh, breakfast club your parents telling you how you should be using your powers best and not letting you make your own decisions kind of shit like they, they're covering right. a lot of ground with what types of issues they're they're dealing with that young people do face you know in the modern era and they're doing a great job i think of picking some of the ones that have been overlooked let's say so i really appreciate that um in this yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I want to yeah, I really like the again, the middle episode where they go into Kate's mind and it's like a full-length episode about them just dealing with their individual traumas. I thought that was really well done. Um and then the conclusion, yeah, I felt it was a little bit rushed, but I like where it was going. And I'm interested to see how this virus kind of makes its way into the boys show if that I mean obviously that could have huge repercussions. And um you know, where this world goes from here. And I do wonder about the future of the boys with, if they did kill off Homelander, that would have to be the end of the show, right? Because you can't, to keep this universe going on after Homelander is dead. Like Homelander is such a interesting villain that everyone can kind of be against once that's gone. You know, what do you replace him with? I don't know. So nothing. Yeah. Um, the boys, but I'm boys without Homelander. Yeah. Sorry. Right. But I'm definitely, uh, yeah, but I definitely am excited for the new season of The Boys. I'm not sure when that comes out, but uh, I'll be watching. Yeah, I, 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 I said at the end of four, I think we did an episode on it. Go back and listen. It's like, we need to stop at five. I think we kind of arrived at like five seasons. Like we, we've done enough twists and turns with Soldier Boy. We almost got there. Like we, we got to kill a Homelander. It has to be done. If, is that the virus? I don't fucking know, but it yeah. needs to Soldier happen. Boy was a great addition um and then even them getting powers and stuff like they've done billy and huey getting powers already now so it's like where do you go from there you know unless yeah. they got permanent powers which who, who knows but um yeah i think five is good it'll be interesting to see how the events of this tie into the next season like is oh, there sorry, a, four we've had three we're coming sorry up four. we need yeah. four okay yeah so i think that's fine and they did say i think that this sh- like the events of this happen like a few days before season four starts or something like that they said I don't know exactly, but uh, it is definitely going to tie in. Yeah. Last time we saw our butcher, he was basically terminal because of the temporary V. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Basically, if you keep using it, you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's repercussions. I would assume that the show is going to end with mutual destruction, kind of where 
the Butcher and Homelander kill each other. Ultimately highlighting that in the end of Revenge, start by digging two graves, that whole thing. Exactly. Nobody wins. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully Huey and Starlight can have a good ending and yeah. Kimiko and uh, Frenchie. Frenchie, you know. Yeah want good things for them too but mm-hmm. yeah Who knows? shout out to uh frenchie's actor mm-hmm. uh, joma takore <laughs> uh, no, no, to, no. to check me on that my guess but an israeli actor who unfortunately uh, tomer capone uh, thank you thank you um lives in israel and uh is just going through the bad times right now might be drafted so yeah we're all going through the bad times. The world, you could say, is going through the bad times right now. Yeah. Um, and the boys' world certainly is going through the bad times in their world. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to more seasons oh. of both, real life and I'm the going to sh- shout out one more thing to the yeah. thing Jacob said all the way up top about the benevolent billion-dollar company that made this thing. Yes. Um, we love you, Jeff Bezos, of course. keeps making yeah. these these weird, dark superhero things. Let me just talk a little bit about the the weird culture streaming real quick to say I don't use Amazon Prime a lot. I the app, which is why I called it Dusty earlier. I don't hmm. use the service at all. I'm I'm actually hmm. incredibly anti their union busting and all that bad shit. Fuck you, sure. Amazon, yeah. and destroying yep. you know trade in general, basically, and yeah, just ruining the world. Yeah. But to say there is a press tour going on right now where director Sofia Coppola. Uh, has made that Elvis movie, Priscilla, about Priscilla. Elvis's wife, Priscilla Presley. Right. Um, and she has been doing these numerous press tours and saying, I was making a TV show for Apple. They said the lead of my show was unlikable, so they canceled the show. And mm. you have $1 billion tech industry corporation running a streaming service who is making super sanitized we don't want to offend anybody you know you can't say certain curse words you know we can't hurt anybody we can't do anything the apple model where your shows are like well you know the most popular show is ted lasso what's weird about ted he's actually kind of a nice guy he's a nice guy isn't that weird in this modern world and (laughs) then you have on the other side which sucks. They all suck in the Godzilla meme. Let them fight. If yeah, These yeah, yeah. two billionaires, let me tell you something. If Tim Cook and Jeff Bezos woke up dead tomorrow, I'm not losing a minute of sleep. <laughs> so right. I'm not wishing ill on anybody if that happens. But to say, <laughs> mm-hmm. we have this one corporation who's letting uh, something I truly never thought I would see in my life. A little person ride a fully exposed penis and show it (laughs) in your program it's full frontal i'm sure Mm -hmm. somebody who's fetish that was is going to be like watching that for the rest of their life going like wow we finally got a live action representation (laughs) of like a little person jacking a dick i feel seen i finally have my grail they're representing everybody yeah but is bold enough to do that shit yeah and lets that shit go on there yeah. It's interesting because every one of these companies has its misses and its hits, right? Because Amazon, of course, had the Lord of the Rings show. Everybody hated that. Um, so it's not all 100% great. And then Apple... But, but to, just to cut you off real quick, Jacob, yeah. but to, the bottom line for Jeff Bezos seems to be we will not mingle or interfere with any of the content. 
because to us, it really doesn't even matter bottom line of like whether or not people view it or like it makes money or anything. We really just want you to sign up for the service yeah. versus Apple that you're then, about to say. Yeah. I was going to say Apple has a big win recently with Killers of the Flower Moon where they're just like, we're going to give Martin Scorsese all this money. Just make whatever he wants. It's going to be a three and a half hour movie about, you know, reckoning with our own bloody history as a country. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, that's, you know, in theaters right now. So it's not, it didn't go direct to streaming, but just the fact that Apple's like, we'll produce this just to get our name out there again, because it, it will be on. Bell, you're right. Yeah. yeah. And Netflix did something similar with the Irishman where they're just like, we're just going to throw money at Martin Scorsese and hope that, you know, he, he gives us something that we can kind of market. Um, but every one of these countries, I mean, H- HBO Max, uh, has some of the best content to me in terms of its shows, but it's also run by like a huge asshole, David Zaslav, and has done a bunch of bad shit too. So it's like, you can't win with any of these companies, right? At the no, end of the day. Right. Not the conglomerates. We're, we're getting close to the corporate first corporate war, I think, uh, on the cyberpunk <laughs> timeline. I don't know who's side I'm going to be on. Probably none. I'm going to be the, with Butcher. We're going to get them all. Hey, I just wanted it to go shadow run. I want a dragon to be president. I don't want to go cyberpunk <laughs> red, Mike. I We're going know. cyberpunk shadow red. Cyberpunk go. red. We're in night Next season. My fantasy. Shadow run, I turn into a troll. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I need my sci-fi with a little fantasy. And yeah. Maybe we'll get a bright type thing, you know, fairy oh, lives don't matter. God today. willing, you find a wand, Jacob. <laughs> God willing. <laughs> we'll see. Um, well, hey, my yeah. man. No, I no, no, sorry. Let's let's never bring Bright up again. <laughs> no, it's been referenced too many times. Um, but superpowers, fantasy powers, cyberpunk powers, whatever. We don't have any of them, but we had fun talking about the soups of uh, the World of the Boys and the Gen V spinoff show on this episode. I think it's great, and uh, yeah, good job. That's right. Oh, I want one last thing. I want to say mm-hmm. is that another reason why I didn't have high expectations going in is because mm-hmm. I actually hated the name. Gen V. Yes, I think it's a super bad It's a bad name. name. That's a great thing to point out. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what else you would have called it, but I just don't like Gen Yeah, Brainstorm, v what do we name. got? It's, I mean, G <laughs> is bad to just do yeah. the, yeah, Godolkin University. Godolkin God, University. God you. God you. is a better name, actually. Yeah. yeah. But Gen God V you. is just like, it sounds like the really over-the-top satire that the show would do, like, in the show, like there would be a show within the show called Gen V or something. Yeah, yeah. I, Soupphoria. Mike calling it Soupphoria. <laughs> Soupphoria is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. You probably get sued. It captures the essence, but I don't know if we can use it. But yeah, yeah Soupphoria is how I would describe it to people. Soupphoria. God. I was a soup fork watching it. So yeah. yeah. Gen V, the name, again, I, I said it up top, right? I was very cold and now I'm yeah. very warm. Yeah. But, and it's, it's, Here's what's incredible. We're this, I mean, let's call this season four of a boys show. The reason we cover the boys on Normies Like Us is the boys is extremely normy. It's very popular and people right. really like it. And this show seems to be a hit too. So good work, Eric Kripke, and keep it coming as far as I'm concerned. I like the writing. I like the satirism. I understand that that's what it is. And I think it's some of the sharpest that's on television. I, I think back to our conversations where Jacob's just breaking down the meaning of Stormfront to me and stuff, where I'm just like, this is wild. Holy like, shit. This yeah, is I didn't like even realize crazy that. that this show goes this far. Yeah. And having mm-hmm. Seth Rogen, I think, right, kind of uh, consulting to as like a producer, like I'm sure yeah. he got some of his ideas in there and stuff. He's a, he's a smart guy. Yes. And yeah. sorry, real quick, just yeah, because Seth Rogen 
does the other show that we just talked about with Invincible. Five Nights at Freddy's, Josh Hutcherson? No, yeah. I was going to say he does that Hulu show, The the Future Man. Um, oh, right. Mike, you took your name. Let's just shout out Tech Knight real quick. Tech Mike. The yeah. Tech Knight character in the comics has a brain tumor and is obsessed with fucking things with holes in them. To literally <laughs> adapt that into the show right. is insane. That is incredible. And his monkey paws power is that he has this brain tumor, but he can also that allows him to have. He's basically like um, Sherlock Super Holmes, Sherlock I guess. Devil, yeah, where he can just with eyes notice yeah. things really well. Yeah, so you know, those are pupils yeah. dilating, super perception. But I did think when they were like, "We got to go to someone we can trust," I thought they were going to go, "All right, all right, Tech Knight, I got a story for you." <laughs> I thought you would fuck it up then. And to shout yeah. out, that's Derek Wilson. He's from that Derek show, Wilson. Future Man, that uh, oh, sure. that uh, Seth Rogen made as well. So in the Kripke uh, Rogen universe, one of yeah. the yeah. twos. He's there, Jeffrey Coombs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You seem to get yeah. Jared Padalecki in the new season. I, it's, I was talking to some people who like Supernatural. It seems like no one in that world likes him anymore. Mm. So very interesting, Jacob. Yeah, I, yes, something went wrong there. He became Walker, Texas Ranger, of course. <laughs> <laughs> right, of course. He fought Jason that one time. Yep. He fought Jason. <laughs> that was before he reunited with uh, you know, his brother. Right. It's just the adventures of Sammy. <laughs> Sammy. Sammy. <laughs> All right. All right. We've been talking. Right, We've been talking Gen V. Thank Gen, you, Normies. Norm. We hope you're shooting up. If you did, write in. Let us know what superpower you got at Normies underscore like underscore us. Watch along on YouTube as well. We love it. Helps us out a lot. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have been your host. This is Little Colin. This be Mikey Marie. Hey Blood power. Oh. <laughs> and this is Coblander. The best. <laughs> hey, All right. Is it true that you're the Coblander and you can do whatever the fuck <laughs> you want? That is true. That's pretty cool. Makes my blood boil, but you know, <laughs> just don't laser me. No, All right, catch I your might. laser, normies. All right. Bye, Bye. normies. Bye, bye. My name is Gandalf the Grey, and I'm imploring you to leave a like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't keep it secret. Don't keep it safe. Don't take me as a conjurer of cheap tricks, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Normies Like Us. Fly, you fools!